0: Hebrews chapter four, verse eleven to thirteen. <laughs> Everyone's standing up, so it seems like the worship's over. But no, um, the title of today's message is "Eat the Word of God in Faith." So the the core message is about. Uh, verse twelve and thirteen, but the the reason why I included verse eleven with this text is because if you look at these portions of, of Hebrews, if you look at these different sections, um, the smallest sections that I can make uh, is from verse eleven to thirteen. Book of Hebrews, just as Pastor Kim has said, is about the great high priest, Sabbath, and perfection. These are the keywords and hebrews chapter 2 11 which uh, tells us about who we are is one of the most important messages in hebrews and what he what hebrews is saying about us is that is that um both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family so So we are at the same time, we are same as Jesus. What's the only difference between us and Jesus is that we are dependent being and God is um, independent being. Jesus is independent. What's the difference between us and the angels? Angels do not have Holy Spirit, but we, we have Holy Spirit within us so that God made us his temple and God made us his indwelling place so that he made us being prepared uh, to manifest his power through us, and he has implanted his, his life within us, and he gave birth to us as a loving partner, and in order to fulfill all this relationship between him and us, he made all these covenants between us. In the book of Hebrews, when we look at Hebrews, especially in verse 11, chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 11, in this message of identity, God called us as uh, um, worthy being, precious being. In Ephesians, he called us praise of his glory. That can be like a definition or characteristic of how how precious we are, how worthy we are. And, and also, who are we? We are holy beings. In Hebrews 10.10, it appears that... Through, through this one and only sacrifice, which is one sacrifice that we sacrifice, the body of Jesus Christ. If you believe in the sacrifice, we will immediately become a holy being. And we have, already became, we have already became a holy being. In Hebrews 10, 14, in the same context, Jesus lifted up this one and only sacrifice in this heavenly temple, in heavenly sanctuary. And if you believe in that one, one and only heavenly ministry, God called us. Not only you became a holy being, but be, but you became a perfect being. So in Hebrews' definition of us, he is the Lord is calling us. You are holy and you are perfect. So so if you look at chapter four of Hebrews today, from verse eleven. So let's read them all together, verse 11. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden uh, from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of Him to whom we must give account. Amen. Uh, let's look at verse 1 and 2 of chapter 4. We will not read them. but um, So there appears this promise of entering his rest. But why cannot we enter into the, this rest? It's because we cannot receive the word by faith. So so at the end of verse 2, he said, Um, it was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. And when, even, even when we, when we receive this word, um, when we do not receive this by faith, this will be awarded. So what we need to take is the faith. When we receive by faith, we will go into the rest. And we might think, um, I am not in this rest yet. So that's why we need to repent and then we need to hold on to God's word by faith again. Then then we will be able to hope this this rest, this Sabbath rest. What is faith? It's uh, it's reality. Um, it's the evidence of what we do not see, what is unseen. So they are all the same. So just like Hebrews chapter eleven. Because this, this faith will become like a receipt If you, if you receive that uh, receipt, what you need is this long-suffering faith As long as you hold on to this promise, this faith, um, this gift Then it will be given to you at the end So that's why this long-suffering faith is emphasized in the book of Hebrews That's how important this faith is The most important things in in your religious life is word, blood, and and the Holy Spirit. So first, this truth must move among you. And in order for this truth to be this practical uh, strength in you, uh, power in you, uh, um, you have to receive that word by faith. So that's the title of today's message, eat the word by faith. Why? Because your faith must grow in you. Before Panama Conference, we had this series of conferences in Costa Rica, Honduras. <laughs> <And> for me...
1: <laughs>
0: I guess I do not have much time to, to uh, um, testify. <laughs> but anyways... It has been for such a long time that I have attended my last foreign um, conferences abroad. So it was a surprising and it was very, uh, there were lots of surprising, amazing, uh, joyful events that I experienced through the conference. And in 2013, I attended the India conference and I saw this might of the word of God. But, but through this Panama and LA conference, the word that has been proclaimed through these, these conferences were, um, were also very, very powerful. From the second day of the, the conference, uh, people did not show any reaction, but from the third day and the fourth day, it became like a, a fiesta in their terminology, in their, their word. Um, it became like a festival. They were, they were like, they were so welcoming, they were so excited, and they were waving these flags. So I saw these amazing works of God's word. I guess in, in pastors' conference in Panama it was it was um, good overall, but in next generations conference in young adults conference in the second second week, uh, in Pastor Yunjong's Jong's um, expression he said description he described it as people's face wo- faces were dark, and in my my thoughts I thought, oh can we even have a uh, can we even finish this conference Well, uh, I'm so worried. And people came more than we expected. We invited only uh, about uh, 400 people, but about 50 people, around 50 people who were not invited also came. And in the midst of the worship, they were using their cell phones. They were even doing the FaceTime with with other people. I, I don't know whether that's the way of way of receiving faith, uh, receiving grace for them so I was confused whether I am attending a conference or I'm, I'm a different different like place or something like that but from second second night or, or third day morning God God turned the atmosphere upside down with his, with his word and with his anointing and I felt so amazed. It was like it was like a movie i was able to see people being changed so quickly those people who were not being able to pray in tongues who were not being able to raise their voices even though i was able to um speak clearly to them in spanish to pray out loud they were not able to pray out loud so i thought to myself oh was my pronunciation that bad I I told them in Spanish and English, but but they still did not change. But those people who seemed that that is impossible to be changed, God changing them upside down. I was only able to confess the greatness of God and be thrilled by His work. So just as I wrote in my my uh, testimony. <laughs> If you if you have any if by any chance if you are praying or um, considering to attend attend the Latin America conference or, or something like that, do not hesitate. Do not hesitate, but uh, take your action by faith. God is preparing a feast uh, a feast for you. But what you have to prepare is your faith. Why? Because because. The faith that we had until now cannot meet uh meet these these um this qualification of God. But until now we had this faith that has been mixed with all these different things of the world, of this false truth. So So, from now on, you have to get rid of that that, uh, mixed faith now re-equipped by the eyesight of God and uh, faith of God. So, let's look at verse 11. So, overall, the message is about... um, every effort in order to enter into that rest so the author of Hebrews is describing about the method how can you enter into that rest this is the first method that appears in in verse 4 which is to eat the word by faith amen so there appears the rest which is Sabbath rest in Sabbath rest, whether it is a rest on this earth or whether it is rest in heaven, the common things that these rests are saying is about, about the stage that we, we will not commit any sin that these uh, holy and blameless will practically be revealed among us, that we, we complete this image of God within us. And, and also, if you look at, look at through the perspective of Ephesians, that we will reach this maturity of Jesus Christ. So, so book of Hebrews is saying that we should uh, put every effort, um, in order to reach this stage but this is not by our own own strength by our own um effort so put every effort this 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 actually make every effort it means that you need to strive it means to uh, try hard but this is not about our humanly effort but this is about god's passion god's diligence. it is about focusing toward god so so being diligent it means do not be lazy. Keep your direction toward God's Sabbath rest. You need to you need to focus on that. Why? Because if you are lazy, you won't be able to become obedient. So if you if we look at look at uh, the original language Greek. Uh, there appears this word strength. So uh, make every effort and strength in order to enter into the Sabbath rest. So what this means, what does this mean? It means that we need to put all our strength into this effort that so that we can enter into Sabbath rest. Do you guys want to enter into this rest? Amen. So, But what we need to be careful about in, in this message is that... In our life, there are there are times that we fail to um, put our effort into Holy Spirit. Then we our energy is being taken away by other things, by people, by money, by all these fames and success success in this world. But but Book of Hebrews is saying that uh, get rid of those and put every effort in order to make every effort in order to enter into the rest. So the more you you give your energy away from the Sabbath rest, you it means that you are giving away your energy toward disobedience. When when God commanded the Israelites to look at these brown snakes, um, there were people who died. Why did they die? They were not bitten by anything after that. That that incident right they died because of disobedience disobedience is not a simple thing unbelief and disobedience is the same thing but it's not a simple thing at the end time what we need to fight against this end time is this unbelief and, and disobedience the more that we are disobedient to god um, the more the kingdom of god will be hidden this is the kingdom that will be more hidden if you are trying to reveal yourself. But if you try to let go of yourself, the kingdom of God will be more uh, will be seen even more through you. The more you give up upon yourself, kingdom of God will be shown even more. I I bless I bless and I invite you to enter into this Sabbath rest stage. So the more that you fail to enter into Sabbath rest, you enter more into the disobedience. There are many reasons. Because of this false truth that you have eaten until now. And thinking that, oh, outside of the church, you might be saved. And when you hear the glorification, oh, do not talk about that. That's not about this this earth. These are all false truths. And maybe because of the hurts, hurts of rejection, hurts from your parents, maybe not being able to receive the love from these important people, or these different spiritual bindings, bindings of unbelief, and just like Sister Kangseng has said, the bindings of your uh, desperation, your yearning and desire to to fade away. Just living according to your traditions and your habits. You don't call it a religious life, but it becomes just a religion. You try, but, but because you fail over and over again, you fall into despair. And, and you just uh, look for this, this, um, this abstract grace that you will receive later on, but you don't see it in faith. That's how you're entering into disobedience. But, but who are we? We are precious. We are perfect beings who cannot stay in this disobedience. You will surely be covered by God's grace. But what do you need to hold on to? Um, how, do you, how can you hold on to that grace? By faith. So when we become obedient, we enter into the Sabbath rest. How can we be obedient? You, when you receive the word of God by faith. So when you receive the faith, then you will be o- obedient. So first you need to receive the word by faith, then it will be easier for you to enter into Sabbath rest. Then you might question, um, if that's that easy, how, how can we, how can we um, fail to enter into the rest uh, uh, until this point? It means that until now, uh, there was something that is mixed in our faith or there was something that has not been solved in our faith. With the long-suffering faith, we need to hold on to this receipt, but we still had certain weaknesses and certain characteristics within us that we could not receive that by faith but but our model is not pastor kim our model is jesus christ so so of course god gave us pastor kim as a good model and 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 we should um take every steps looking at him to imitate him but but we surely needs to reach the great maturity of jesus christ and i believe and i bless that you will reach that stage and those people those of you who went to the Panama conference you guys have witnesses right that pastor team like ministering these people only for three and four and five seconds and none of them none of them um, question him back oh, sh- oh me me running me jumping no none of them question him back <laughs> Pastor Kim did not um, tell him where where they should run, but but they all ran in the same course, same route. (laughs) I thought to myself, oh, did they did they like promise within themselves where where they should run run?" But God is not the one who deceives us, so so we believe that it is it was God's work. So it's not a not a um, not (inaudible) deception. And some of us, some of us, we cannot receive... um, Never mind. Uh, Through these conferences, our faith must be upgraded. What kind of season are we living in? This is a season that we are entering into the Sabbath of prayer. Do not question, do not question back. How can I enter into Sabbath of prayer? Then how, how... How can you enter into the Sabbath of prayer? What Pastor Kim said, I just believe what is written in the Bible. And even, even he, he, he asked the Lord, Lord why is this um, ha- not happening in my life? If you are telling lie to me through the Bible, then remove these Bible verses from the Bible or, or make this happen in my life. Why do some people enter into the Sabbath rest and some people do not? It's because of faith. How can you enter the Sabbath rest of prayer? It's because God told us that we will enter into Sabbath rest of prayer. God told us that the church can enter into Sabbath rest. That's why we can enter into the Sabbath rest. It's not like we are taking different stages but, but the moment that you enter into the fa- uh, Sabbath rest of prayer, all the Sabbath stage of love, pr- uh, love, faith, prayer, and perfection—everything will be done upon you immediately. This is the key, and we all receive these spoils of right. This pure faith, great faith, and long-suffering faith. There is no reason for us to fail to enter into the Sabbath rest. Right, right. So from today, Yalbang Church, you enter into Sabbath rest stage. From uh, in verse 12 when you enter into um, sabbath rest the most important thing is to receive the word by faith you need to welcome that word and god already knew uh, that we <laughs> we will complain that it is difficult and through through the old testament god already promised us through book of jeremiah the new covenant has been given to us god has put his word in our heart and in our spirit in book of ezekiel what did he give us from verse chapter 36 verse 22 and 33 holy spirit gave us a new heart God, God removed this hardened heart and God gave us this soft heart of God within us. This is like a good soil that appears in the book of Gospels. That can that can welcome any word that comes from God, and within uh, in that soil, in that heart, God gave us this this heart to be obedient to these laws that is given by God, because God God made our heart um, His dwelling place and His temple. So so when we obey. Uh, when we receive by faith, we will become able to uh, obedient to his love, his commandments. So, so it means that we all we already have all these systems to to be obedient toward God. And Jesus, uh, King of Kings, the Lord of Lord has fulfilled this through his life. All we have to do is to just believe by faith. He did not ask us to, to fulfill all those prophecies by ourselves. So verse 12, For the word of God is alive and active. And, and it's also a word of dabar. So when it's proclaimed, the event will follow after. The word that creates from nothing. The word that can raise the dead to life. It has a power, unlike all the scribes and scholars of the world. Rather a word that can tremble and shake all the world, all the earth and heavens. And we are trying to receive that word now. So the word of God in Greek appears again in Revelation nineteen and nineteen thirteen. At the end time, Jesus will ride a white horse as a judging God, judging Lord. And when He judges the whole creation, um, the name that is written on Him uh, is, is Word of God. Word of God is Jesus Himself. And let's look at what this Word of God does. It is alive and active. It means it is powerful and it is effective. This is might of God's word. This is might of Jesus' life. And what does it do? It is sharper than any double-edged sword. So, no matter how sharp the source of this world is, it cannot be sharper than, than the Word of God. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It can penetrate into any hindrance. It does not have any blocks before its path. So, what kind of hindrances do we have before us? We have false truth, all this mixed truth. They must be penetrated. They must be, be um destroyed when word of god is present and when you receive the word of god by faith then it will be destroyed immediately we will begin looking for things that we we need to repent about so when when the word is proclaimed we we will be touched and we will be inspired by that and it will penetrate within us this double-edged sword will penetrate within us and and the word that has been existed in us will meet that word that penetrates in us so it will bring us to repentance then we will be able to repent right away then what kind of power will revealed? It, uh, the power that can uh, be obedient toward the Word of God. It makes us easier to pray. It makes us easier to bow down. Why? Why can we not be obedient? Why can we not obey? Because we cannot receive the Word by faith. Why? Because we do not desire and yearn. God's word, this double-edged sword that can penetrate into every, every thoughts and minds. But why, cannot, why can't uh, this sword be active? Because we are refusing that. Just like God has given up upon His omniscience, um, because we do not open our hearts, God, God stops making it active. Why is transparency so important in the church? Because when you cover yourself, God can see you, but, but, but these church members will not see you. And you are refusing these church members to look into you. So you are, you are just wandering around the church. And some of you might say, that i am oh i'm still hesitating i'm still considering in debate whether i should continue to attend this church or not but but look guys the calling is the most important thing when you are attending this church if you are called to your church then do not hesitate god said that he has called you to this place but why are you keep hesitating Not, not, not through these uh, specific occasions that you have been attacked severely and you are being shaken a little bit. But instead, there are some of you who are consistently be, uh, being shaken by your callings. So do not consider God lightly. When God says it is white, then it is white. When God says that the red light is yellow from now on, then it will become ye- It is yellow from now on. We 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 are not trying to make God bring God down to our standard, but we want our standard to go up to His standard. So that's why uh, living by faith is so di- difficult. But through this 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 worship, through this word, God already prepared everything in order for us to receive everything by faith. So surely this faith that. God want us to have will uh, um, will will rise up like a fountain within us. So whether it's a new self and an old self, we we have our, our thoughts. And we have wills. But God's word will surely uh, distinguish what that is. God will look. There are nobody that God cannot uh, distinguish, define. God can enter into the deepest part of our heart and He will point out things and He will tell us what to do. But our evil desires, our evil instincts... I keep resisting resisting the lord but lord is keep saying open your hearts open your hearts and i will enter into you and i will enjoy the feast with you only thing that you need to do is just just um open your your door a little bit just a little bit then just like how he has um done in panama he can also work within us, but because of our ignorance, because of our disobedience, we are keep refusing the Jesus Christ. We are refusing the King of King. Why? Because of desire of an idol. You still have many times things that you like more than God. You can deceive. You can fool the brothers and sisters of, of the church, but you still know yourself. You, are, you, you search and you ask for the name of God, but in your life, in your practical daily life, you like this thing more than God. It can be some person that you desire, you admire. It can be your money. It can be your social status in, in the world. It can be money, fame. Because of these things you cannot welcome the Word of God but God did not um, God did not give us his word in order for us to fall into despair but because he wants us to be restored so we these this should not be a problem to you God gave us faith Holy Spirit He gave us the word He gave us this precious blood to indwell within us it has been sprinkled in our spirit so So that's why we can continue to walk these paths of the remnants. So in verse 13, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So, so ultimately, all the creation that God created will stand before Him uh, uncovered, will will be naked before Him. If If God wants to open the deepest part of our heart, He will be able to do so. Did you commit any sin? Then repent. Do you have any evil in you? Then confess before the Lord. You cannot. We cannot do that by ourselves. We don't have strength to do that. We need to ask for help. That's why we are dependent being. And who, to whom should we ask this? To this triumph God. Then, Then, he himself, he himself will, will allow the temple and the dwelling place that he himself put into us will allow us to activate this precious blood in us to repent about that. Let us not live by religion. If you live by religion, you will miss the chance to repent. So ultimately, you will become like this spirits that is refusing the Holy Spirit. The most dangerous spirit is... Is uh, spirit of religion? Pastor Kim said during during this Panama conference. He said, spirit of Antichrist and spirit religion cannot be be um, uh, cannot be uh, what's it called? Delivered cannot be delivered out. So the only, only key to be freed from the religion and the antichrist is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When you receive the word of God, the spiritual system will be established in you. And through that system, who will be activated? The Spirit of Truth, Spirit of God. Holy Spirit will work among us so that you will be able to be filled with Jesus Christ, filled with the fullness of the word, fullness of the Holy Spirit. So when you receive the word by faith, you... You are being You will be prepared immediately. um, uh, You will be prepared to fight against all these deceptions and chains of the enemies. So, in Book of Ephesians, Apostle Paul is keep warning uh, the church members not to be fooled by the enemies, not to be deceived. So So also in verse thirteen. God will make all these thoughts and attitudes to be uncovered, especially our hypocrisy, our greed, and, and our lies, and our unbelief, unbelief toward calling, unbelief toward identity, about your self-righteousness, your humanism, your judges. All these things can, can be. And when God uncovered those things, what we need to do is to repent and to sprinkle the blood of Jesus Christ. Then that will no longer be a problem to you. Then uh, all this list of sins of in our conscience will, will be deleted. So, so guilt is never an emotion. So you need to fight against that. Believers cannot suffer from guilt. It's a clear evidence that you are being suffered by the law. I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you. I'm giving you the, the guideline to being freed from this guilt. So after proclaiming the blood of Jesus Christ and fighting powerfully with this water, blood, and the spirit, then this guilt will, will be gone. So there's no reason for us to receive that guiltiness. This is not like a warning, but how powerful is God's word is. You might ask, what happens if we do not receive God's word? Is that a big of a deal? Yes, it is a big thing. If you do not receive that word, this sharp-edged sword will be pointed at you in order to pierce the, the, the darkness. God does not use the judgment the word judgment toward, toward us, because we have believed in Him, but overall, God's word is judgment. So sometimes we, we face these problems of, of finances and health and relationship, then what should we do whenever that kind of things happen? then first you should realize oh because i refuse the word of god until now these kind of things is happening to me and then all you need to do is to repent right away and to go go to the place place where you can receive the word of god and you bow down and repent then there it will be done immediately there will be no problem isaiah 55 verse 9 said my path is higher than yours my thoughts are higher than your thoughts Uh, unless, unless we look at our brothers and sisters in the eyesight of the Lord, we should not judge our brothers and sisters. I have done this many times, so I have repented many times. It does not mean it is over if you repent, but uh, we need to remember that our thoughts are never higher than His thoughts. Uh, let us wrap up the message. The only revival for the remnants. Um, Pastor Kim mentioned about this through the conference, the, the revival that took place in Pyongyang and Wonsan 100 years ago, a revival like that will, will not happen to us again, but, but when. When God is looking for these people from, from his high place, uh, these people these people are the people who have humble and contrite heart. Why? Because because God is the one who will restore the contrite heart. He will restore and, and, and make those people alive. And this, is, this will be the revival at the end time. I want you guys to be these receiver of the revival and through these uh, Latin America and LA conference. I saw how the land can be shaken, how people can be restored through this one servant of the Lord who has been prayed in faith more than 30 years. And when our community, whole community received the word by faith, and when we are equipped by that faith, and no matter where God is sending us, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's a small town in South America, and when we proclaim God's word by faith, just like Pastor Kim, don't you, don't you think that the world will be shaken? That's what we want. And and. We, and I've been looking for different paths and different roads, but there was only one path. path. Path of abundance, path of glory, path of wisdom, path of faith. No matter, uh, it does not matter what kind of name you give, but it's only one, it's only one. It is only one road that is connected to the Lord. It's not not the abundance, the richness that we looked forward in the world, but but through all the scenarios that God has prepared before us, that He wants us to go on that path through faith in every steps. And because God promised us that He will be with us through that path, that's why we cannot uh, we can we can walk that path. abundance path of richness that Joseph took he was able to walk that path um, even though there was this such a shame um, um, he was so undignified he did not choose anything through his heart so, so that he was able to become a prime minister of such a great empire that he was able to show the, the glory of his name. And how did God's word begin? It began from the people who received the Paul's message, not as a word of human being, but instead as word of God, uh, these people began began um, living by God's word, and they quitted the guilt, which was related to their life. And when they received this written word by faith, it became Rama within them, and it was unraveled within them, in their church, in their, in their life, They were able to uh, make this word of God flow around the world in these early churches. So this is so what are we praying for these days? We are keep praying for this glory of early churches to flow through us. And if we are really if we are truly desiring for, for that glory to be manifested through us, shouldn't we live like them? And even, even in the Old Testament, Joseph, who did not have the Holy Spirit within him, he was able to walk that path. Then even us, shouldn't we live who have Holy Spirit indwelling, having his, his temple within us? Shouldn't we be able to um, walk that path too? So from now on, let us uh, receive his word by faith and let us repent. Let us become obedient beings until God God invites us to enter into his Sabbath rest. Let us have this spiritual um, um, vigilance. I I bless this blessing uh, will be imparted to all of you and in your family and in your in your churches and in your life Let's pray Father God Um, there are two ways of faith to grow one is to receive the word by faith and second just like ephesians efficient um, faith is gift so going before the Lord empty-handed is a second way going before the Lord empty-handed and when our faith grows, then there will be a, this good cycle that will be activated in us and I believe I bless that this will take place among us Lord let us be emptied if there's anything within us that we love more than you Lord Lord let us let go of those and all those standards that we used to have in us all spirit religion and all those bindings even I could not cut with these prayers and this uh, wickedness, Lord, Lord Lord, within your glory, Lord, let these be cut off Lord, let all this wickedness uh, be uncovered before you. And be shown bare and when you when you tell us something lord let us um respond to you by amen and and let us repent and through this repentance lord allow us the revival of the remnants lord let all those people all the remnants around the world be be the receiver of this revival Lord, we don't know where it will take place, but Lord, let our path uh, be connected to, to that place. Lord, let us receive your word by faith. Let this anointing fill us, let the spoils of war uh, fill us. Let's pray. Let us give applause to God who gave us a great, great victory through Panama. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. No matter what you have done, it was all the work by you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your grace. What's important for us is that... Lord you want to bless us in this season with your faith. Lord let us have a pure faith that we will not doubt a single thing from from your your mouth. Lord Yalabang Church, who served all these conferences, Lord, bless them abundantly. Lord, allow us to be blessed materialistically so that we will be able to begin the construction. Lord, we believe that you will open the storage of heaven. Lord. Lord, help us to be able to pray more powerfully. Help us not to be lazy, but make us diligent. In upcoming July conference, Next Generation conference, and Israel conference, Lord, you prepared a great victory. And Lord, let us fulfill and accomplish that great glory. Lord, bless these offerings that is given before you. Lord, bless them. Even though community is entering into the time of darkness, but Lord, let us realize this darkness cannot do anything to us. Lord, help us to accomplish this abundance. Now, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church and the love of the Father, and indwelling communion of the Holy Spirit, be with us. All Yalbang Church members who serve Panama Conference, their family, their children, their business vision in this country, nation, people, all the missionary mission fields, and beloved Yalbang Church and Zoya Ministry from now and forevermore. Amen.